What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Sports Talk Radio. We in the building, Nikki Marie, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. live and in effect. Sticks Mitchell <laughs> at the Sticks Show. Your boy M Extra. All right, we got a lot to talk about today. It's been a weekend full of things and uh, Black History Month. So let's get it started with Frank Robinson. Oh man, Mike, what you are, you are a resident uh, baseball black guy. manager. I, I definitely, uh, I got a little bit to say, but I'll let you start on it. Uh, I think it's really um, sad that Frank's passed away. You know, um, he was somebody that was monumental for baseball. You know, um, he was the first black manager. He was a hell of a baseball player himself. Um, and he started us out on a good standard, you know, made a, made a good name for us, um, for other people to follow behind. Um, actually, I think right now there's an issue in baseball because we have a lack of black managers. Right. Uh, we don't have a lot of uh, black managers employed right now. I think there's only two right now in the major leagues right now. Oh, um, and, and, and it's sad because we, we had a manager like Dusty Baker who was winning and it's always finds a way to get fired some kind of way. He's coached three different teams and three 90-plus I mean, win listen, teams. Listen, listen, listen. That's... To me, that's that's managerial, you know, deficiencies with Dusty Baker. No, so, uh, I, I mean, I, I I know one thing about baseball is that, you know, the the coaches get a lot of the slack, and they'll lose their job quitting. So that's not just a flimsy thing that they're doing. You know, no, that's what everybody. But, but what it is like, you'll is lose what your it job is in one year. In what baseball. it is is we've seen a lot of white managers who haven't done as well as he has and had more rope to hang themselves okay, with. Is, okay. is what I'm saying. Okay. And uh, recently, baseball put together a foundation or a, um, a contingency plan to try to prevent this non-hiring good, good, good. of minorities. That's my position, exactly. And put, them, and put more of them into play. And the, the thing is that I feel like baseball is trying to mask the problem mm-hmm. by acting like they're actively trying to help it. You mm-hmm. know, like by creating this organization and doing the little things that they're doing, I feel like they're trying to make it seem to us as though they're doing something about the problem. Right. But then there isn't anything actually going on. You know, there's, there's no results to well, show for well, well, you know, let's be honest, you know, Major League Baseball is predominantly Latino. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think there's a huge demand for African-American coaches. Mm-hmm. There should probably be more than two. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I'm, I'm more inclined to talk about football when it comes to black coaches. Uh, Love the job that he did. Uh, had a chance to look over today just a little bit about Frank Robinson. And like you said, he was kind of the Bill Russell of the MLB. You know, he set the right tone for black coaches, player coaches, you know. And, you know, the guys that followed him, I'm sure, uh, they pay homage to him you know, for what he did. Well, I definitely yeah. want to talk about the fact that he was the MVP for National and American League. Mm. So I want to bring that up. You know, yeah, gotta give him credit. Yeah, somebody a long time, you know, they told me, you know, if the black players that you know were ushered into Major League Baseball weren't good, there wouldn't have been any more Mm, black players. So you know, these guys had to be really good to be playing, you know, on that and that level for those guys to take chances and sponsor them. And and think about this though, there was a whole era of the '30s, the Negro League era, the '40s that. 
went first in, in this whole thing that had to usher in these guys like Frank Robinson later on in the 70s and 60s and things like that. So just think about the pressure and the things that they had to endure to get to the level that they were at. Yeah. It was, it was, very, it was really tough. Oh, shout out. Shout out to Frank Robinson, yeah. man. And, and it's peace. Jackie Robinson in 1972 uh, during Game 2 of the World Series spoke out against the fact that there were no black managers in baseball four days before he died. Wow. So... Since 1972, we've had 17 black managers in baseball since then. So I think yeah, that, that Jackie Robinson's dream or, you know, the, the thoughts well, that if he... if he didn't say anything, we probably would have had seven. So you know, right. shout out you to know, Jackie so, Robinson, too. Yeah, yeah. Rest yeah. Peace. I mean... want to impart more black managers in baseball. Yeah. Man. Well, we got to talk about Antonio Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another black Let's history about, month. Right. You know. Let's talk about this tweet <laughs> that's that's out there. Uh, yeah, thank yeah. you, Steeler Nation, for a big nine years. Time to move on yeah. and forward. Yeah. You think that was a great idea? I don't to like post the that? deuces. Like there was a deuces. In yeah, there. It was, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's like a little shade. It's a little, slap, like it's a little slap in the face. But you know, somebody like Antonio Brown, it's kind of hard to be upset with him when you look at the way he plays when he's on the field because he's a guy that gives 110% effort when he's out there. Um, you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes he can get a little divish, you know, but. With receivers, it's it's more of a thing like where they want the ball. You know, they want to impact, <laughs> impart their, okay. they want to, they want to, you know, make their mark on the game. And you gotta have the ball. In your but see, I was to I was gonna say, being a professional player, doesn't that mean like every area being professional in your skill and, 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 and now, your and, conduct? And thank you so much because this is the king of mediocrity. <laughs> okay, he, he takes that. these small things and he makes them huge. When you're an athlete, you're supposed to work hard. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to try to be the first guy. They're not supposed to get praised because you come to work every day. You're supposed to come to work every day. Those things mask what is the bigger problem, which is he's a malcontent for a team. He's a cancer mm -hmm. because he's more about himself than the team's mm -hmm. success. So you look at a guy like Antonio Brown, and I say he's just like Odell Beckham, just a little older, still immature, still worried about his dollars, still worried about his performance. And to go out and ask for a trade in that form, not only just the Twitter, but in Instagram, you know, now I do what I want, the video for Instagram. Oh. Yeah, so you're basically just you're shunning a, 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 a fan base, a strong fan base, by mm. the way. You're shunning a fan base that was there with you through everything. You just had a domestic violence case. You've had cases in the past, you know, and, and they've always been with you. No one's come out and, and said, hey, you know what, this is a bad guy. But you know what? I'm starting to see. Well, he's, well, hold no, on. He's not hold a good on, guy. Hold on here. First of all, the man had never been in trouble before this recent in, this recent incident that he just went through. So let's not get let's not just jump all over Antonio Brown in this situation because we've seen how the Steelers was, operated. This with summer Le'Veon he was Bell. just sued for throwing something wait out the minute, window wait a minute. and almost we've hurting seen, someone's kid. We've seen how the Steelers though operated with Le'Veon Bell as far as his contract situation, and we see how the Steelers are as an organization as far as the fact that they feel like no one player is bigger than the team. And, and those, it goes. Are, those are all goes. good things. Those are all good things. But players who perform at an exceptional level need to be compensated as such and you can't discount what a guy like Le'Veon Bell means to their team because we saw the results of that this year so for us to sit here and act like Antonio Brown's just complaining for no reason or you know or, or the, and then we watch a guy like Ben Roethlisberger also get up in front of the mic and come down on teammates uh, blame guys when he hasn't played perfect himself 
and he doesn't get the same flack for the things that he's doing. So uh, for Antonio Brown to just get that bad rap for me all of a sudden, I don't know. No, no, see that. Choose your words carefully. You're saying all of a sudden this has been in the making for about six or seven years. Mm-hmm. You got an NFL veteran in Ryan Clark that goes on TV and says that he was in the locker room with Antonio Brown before he got the payday. Mm-hmm. And the guy was showing signs of a diva, showing signs of a malcontent. And then he was in the locker room after he got the deal and he saw the transformation and he saw the leniency he was given. And he knew going forward what was going to happen because this was the beginning of the contract. Fast forward four or five years down the road. Now the guy misses practices. He goes out and he talks to the media unprofessionally. Well, he, he, he thinks that his quarterback is supposed to be transparent, just not with him. Like we can talk about everything on the team except Antonio Brown. Okay. Well, so I think that I that's say, I think, I think, I think he's got that a big that's problem. Something Wait, that we can, have to hold Mike Brown can I, uh, can I accountable say, for, though. I mean, Mike Tomlin accountable. Can I just say, I see your point. But you also, you also have to think of it black and white, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Black athletes aren't getting the same treatment as white athletes. Right. But I also think that the coaching, like I was saying, comes into play because we're, here's a coach who's supposed to be a player's coach, who's supposed to be um, someone who empowers more than he's an X and O guy. And he gives certain guys the leeway to do certain things. And then when it blows up in his face, now he's turning into a different individual. So you can't feed the monster. And then when the monster gets bigger, you know, now now all of a sudden you're, you're going you're, you're gonna to act like you're not the one that was feeding the monster the whole time. So I think it's a little deeper than than just Antonio Brown. I think he was, he was kind of... Um, you know, like help to this point right now. I think that he, he he didn't do this on his own. And the other parts of the team that are falling apart, the quarterback, the running back, those are all things that reflect the leadership also. I think that that's what we need to question. No, no, no. Le'Veon Bell is an upstairs management situation. Ben Roethlisberger lost 20 pounds coming into this year and had great numbers. And he was was indicative of what a quarterback should be this year. All of those things that you're talking about were prior years. Ben Roethlisberger was really good this year. Good enough to make the playoffs. He played well. He didn't have those four interception games like the year before. He didn't talk about retirement like the year before. This year, he showed up. But they didn't make the playoffs. Because of other guys. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Don't put it on Ben Roethlisberger. And when you have a leader, the leader has to come out. There are other guys missing. What about the guy, the Shazier, that almost lost his life? You think that that doesn't matter? the whole season. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Right, so it's not like they lost They lost the heart of their defense. Oh, come on. The, the, defense, so- the defense wasn't the issue. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Ryan Shazier is not an important factor I, in the Pittsburgh you that Ryan He was the heart player. and soul of He's their not, defense. But he wasn't. But what I'm saying is that he was not the reason they didn't make the playoffs. The yes, offense, in my opinion, the offense, not having Le'Veon Bell, not having Ryan Shazier is the reason. Okay, okay. And, uh, Antonio Brown had good numbers across the board. Ben Roethlisberger had good numbers across yeah. the board. Juju Shester, he, he, yeah. he, he got good numbers. Everybody had great okay. numbers. So they were missing their star okay. running back right. and their key, okay. key player on defense. Okay. So let's stop talking about Man. Antonio Brown and Ben Roethlisberger. He's a good player. He wasn't the key, key player. He's the heart and soul. You ask anybody from Steeler Nation, he was the heart and soul of their defense. 
He made the big plays. He's in the middle of the field. You know what that mm. means. You know that entails. He, he made the calls on defense. Okay. So, but, okay. Okay, but so the guy that made the calls is not important. He's important, but he's, he's an extension of the head man. But you were saying it as if he was is, the is best. Mike Tomlin, an offensive or defensive coach. Mike Tomlin is a Mike Tomlin is a motivator. That's what Mike Man, he's Tomlin a defensive is. coach. That's what so Mike that means the number one guy to him was Ryan Shazier. That was a guy he looked to the most, hey, and he's gone. Hey, listen, hey, listen. All I'm telling you is Ben Roethlisberger, the management, the the leadership at the top of the organization isn't isn't perfect, and and they've shown that in the past. So for me, let's see what happens I don't when see you go that elsewhere, Antonio. That's just black and white. I think there's let's an area that's a shade of gray elsewhere, that it's we not need to find be, out about. It's not going to be so easy for you, kid. So who's going to pick him up? He's talking about San oh, Fran, man. but the the Steelers are going to make a steal a friendly deal. Mm. Let's be honest. They're not going to put him where he wants to go. You can make all your demands. We're going to put you where it's friendly for us. Mm-hmm. And we should put you with the Bills so you can see what, what real struggling is like mm. and get a, a young quarterback. Mm. And now and now you can appreciate what you've had for nine years. I, don't think, I, don't think Mike I, likes I was a freshman at Duke Antonio University. Brown, I was in Pittsburgh. Antonio Brown okay? on the Bills, their four wins back I was in Pittsburgh before he got there. <laughs> I was in Pittsburgh when Ben Roethlisberger was there and they was winning championships, all right? Brown and that town was good before him and that town to be good without him. I don't know, You gonna man. put money on that? I'm not putting money on that. <laughs> still a nation will be fine when he goes. I know. Juju, I know, Juju I know will Steelers, step up. I know the Steelers are gonna have a heck of a time trying to replace 84. Oh, my I'll God. I'll tell you that. Sometimes uh, uh, subtraction is like addition. Yeah, okay. You heard that one before? Oh, yeah, Damn. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tricky, yeah. Tricky in it. I ain't trained now. I'm speaking facts. All right, let's talk about the All-Stars. Y'all talking about defense NBA and talk. Let's talk yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, yo, I, I, I see the All-Star game as a, a, a sham. Yeah. I hope they come out there with a defensive mindset. But, you know, I you look at a guy like Giannis. That mean sham? Yeah, fraud. You know, vernacular? Yeah, fraud. fraud. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I just want to make sure we give it everything it's, it needs. Yeah, yeah, no, it's sad. It's sad. It's not becoming of, of what it used to be. You know, the greats, they came out there and they wanted to perform, but they also wanted a chance to play against the other great players right. and stop them. Right. You know, I remember Kobe Bryant, you know, guarding LeBron James, you know, yes. like it was game seven of the finals. Game. I got a question for you. Yeah. Good moments. Do you think that the state of the game today is the reason why players don't take the All-Star game as serious? And wait a minute. From Mm -hmm. by that, I mean Mm -hmm. that we have All-Star teams as regular teams now. So do you think that players don't look at the All-Star game with the same, you know, like uh, aura that it used to have in the 80s, in the 90s? Uh, Competition has changed. Competition used to be... I'm going to be as physical with you as possible, and we can shake hands after this. Mm-hmm. Now, we didn't work out together in the summertime either. We know? could do we that were, too, but when we, we were when we, when we were on different teams. Let's say, Mike, 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 hold on. When you say we, when you're talking about, let's talk about me and you for a second. Okay. When we played against each other, yeah. I never gave you any, I never cut any corners no, for no, you. I kicked not, your ass. That's no, you not what did, I'm saying. That's of. not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I would kick this you guy. I would, I would beat him up. I, I would I would be as physical as possible with him. I would throw him down if I could, and I don't even think I would apologize. Cause what, I'm what, I'm gonna take it easy on you and go out there and then somebody but else this doing. Is, but this is what I'm saying though. But even in that, there was a healthy dislike on the floor. 
you know what I'm saying? We had to go into another zone when we stepped on the floor because I knew that if I didn't go into that zone, you were going into that zone. So I had to get myself to a point where I had to be able to look at you and see red for a second where I so that I could function as if you're not my friend, you're not my brother in that moment. So that's what I'm saying is that these guys work out together so much and they and they and they know each other so much and they're talking on Instagram, they're talking on Twitter and they're, they're, they're talking on Facebook and it's like like, do you guys give each other a second to breathe, you know, mm. like, so that you can compete? I love I Giannis Antetokounmpo because I think some of them. I I'll, be, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm, I was a little upset that LeBron traded Westbrook because I wanted to see how Westbrook would guard Paul George. Mm. Because Westbrook's that guy, that yeah. one guy that yeah. I feel like he, he, yeah. he doesn't care about relationships, yeah. but he's gotten really cool with Paul George. Mm. So I wanted to see that, but now they're going to be playing together. That would have been so an interesting dynamic. It, I, I, mean, I was waiting, man. I was yeah. really waiting because I'm watching I'm watching the draft, and when they made the picks, I'm like, good. Like, everybody else is a buddies. Everybody else mm. is buddy, buddy, buddy. But so that would have been the stuff. only one that, you know? Ah. But, you know... We'll get, we'll see. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a you know a proud guy, and he's leading the way right now. So I right. feel like he's gonna want to lead the way defensively right. and and show guys, hey, this is the way we playing right. on this team. And and that's you know and I mean? that's a great thing because the All Star Game used to be something. It used to be an event. It used to be something that we could turn on the TV and watch. Now it's just. These guys go out there and yeah, play yeah, around for three quarters. I don't, don't want to see 200 you know, to 90, In the 80s and the 90s, you used to see all-star games that were serious throughout the game. Like mm-hmm. they, they were good enough to play around and still be serious. You know what I mean? Like These guys now, it's like the defensive intensity is down. No mm-hmm. one wants to guard anybody. I mean, there's a, there's a heavy emphasis on rest these days in yeah, the NBA. Yeah, too, right. And it's because the game is so fast. Yeah. The game used to be slow and throw it in the post and, and guys could play 44 minutes and then play the next night and be just fine. But when you're going sprinting up and down all yeah. game, yeah. It, guys use this weekend as rest opposed to showing their greatness. Right. You know? And a guy like Westbrook, he's got no choice but to play hard. So he'll come out and try to get MVP. But uh, my MVP for the All-Star game, I'll say be honest. You know, I, I feel like he'll come out and separate himself. I feel like, I feel like we're getting back to the nasty side of basketball where guys aren't friends with you. Guys like Joel Embiid, mm-hmm. uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, yeah, um, like that. You know, those guys, that Jimmy Butler's of the world. Those, mm-hmm. guys are, those guys are the guys that are bringing enough, back to but, the old mm-hmm. school. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I feel like with players like that moving into this new era that we're going into now with those guys ushering us in, I feel like they're going to be able to take us in, you know, kind of in that old school realm, like just get us back to physical basketball. Who's your pick, Nikki? Who do you think will be MVP? Uh, I mean, you can just I go mean, easy. besides myself, um, let me see. Uh, <laughs> Celebrity game, maybe we could probably get you in there a couple, like two years. You know, could have worked on my jump shots. Up, you know, you know we get working you on my jump shots. Well, we'll get you in the game, don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, I'm still do. waiting. Everybody says Kevin Durant. I days. feel like he hasn't gotten one yet. You know, this will probably be his year to come out. Mm. He'll go for fifty or something. I think he's. I think he's in that rhythm right know. now. Also, though. yeah, he's got to be in that mentality of being yeah. number one. Yeah, you, it, because one. I keep I hearing these talks he about him wanting to be. Well, I keep hearing the talks about him wanting to be the best yeah. player in the NBA, and yeah. you got to come out in the All Star game and show it. Right. That's what the All-Star game used to be for. Okay, yeah, you're averaging this on this team. That's the system. You're averaging this on this team. That's because you shoot all the time. I'm going to show you guys how how good I am. I'm going to do it in front of all you guys. But it's like all you guys watching. We're going to get on an island and Mm -hmm. we're going to dance out here. If you're that team player kind of guy, you probably just keep passing the ball. All-Star game's an individual thing. And you're not even really like... 
All-Star yeah. game's about individual. That's yeah, but the some one people game. can never get into that type of mentality. No, you're right. You're yeah. right. And some guys are stuck in that, right. uh, in that, in that, in that individual wanting to star role. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love Westbrook it's, in these it's games. It's funny that you say that, though, because crazy. when you watch the All-Star game, you can actually pick out the players who really don't belong in an All-Star mm. game. And not because they haven't played well throughout the season, because their numbers warrant that. But just because they can't perform on that level, they right. may not have that level of game to be able to perform on that stage. So I feel like we haven't talked about Steph Curry in a while. I mean, he, he's quiet, but he's quiet in a good way. I feel like <laughs> the Warriors right now are just getting better, getting better, getting better, putting some good games together. He's not scoring the 40 points that, that James Harden is scoring, and that's why it's getting overshadowed. But he's 30 a night. Hmm. If, if you look, you go look at those box scores, he's 30 a night. He's, he's, he's like the silent dunker. The that's silent the one team that everybody <laughs> can get 30 and be happy. No one's looking to be right. MVPs. And that's, they that's all feel the, great about the who they are. the great thing about Steph is that he's not getting in the way of the development of the mm-hmm. team right now because mm-hmm. they're adjusting to DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus got 17 attempts last night. Right. So mm-hmm. they, mm-hmm. they're allowing him. He was four for 17. Right. But they he got 17 to shoot himself back in the rhythm right now. So I think that's just – and that also speaks to management, coaching – also at, with the Warriors that, that they have top-notch coaching. Yeah, yeah, but the coaches, they could come out and, 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 and say anything. You know, right. one thing they won't say is get him the ball. Right. They won't yeah. do that because yeah. now you'll destroy the team concept. You got everybody trying to get him the ball. What they will do is put in sets for him. Mm-hmm. So I won't give management credit for that. Those guys are professionals and they have high IQs. They know that we can shoot any shot we want. But well, we also know we can swing it around that timeline and throw it in there and let that guy get comfortable. Damn. So the guys are putting on it so getting on that they ball. They also know in June that that's going to help them. So They need them. Yeah. Come on. So, you know what I mean? That, that's players. That, yeah. Those are guys that t- genuinely like each other yeah. and they want to no, see Boogie Cousins no, I succeed. definitely agree with you on that one because – as a player, you have to be the one to put the onus on yourself to yeah, dump it down. Well, we got, we, we out here. We got the ball. Yeah, the swing, yeah, so yeah. I don't to do the coaches. Yeah. I hate giving coaches credit in basketball. If you notice, we talked about football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mike Tomlin, completely your fault. <laughs> we talked about baseball. Seriously, Dusty Baker. Things not going right. You got to get out of here. But in the NBA. The players have so much control. A lot mm. of times, the coach is just a puppet. That's true. If you look at the Lakers, they told my letting go Luke every week, no matter whether he went in or lose. That's because <laughs> we. I think that's because this is the ultimate improv game. You know? yeah, because it's five guys. Right. You know, baseball is you know whatever number. Who knows? I don't even know what's happening with the Lakers. I don't even know what's happening with the Lakers. I mean, it's five guys. I don't know what's happening. They got all the control. One guy can change the whole game in in basketball. It's not like that for football. It's not like that for baseball. It's a collective thing. Basketball is a real individual sport. And I keep telling people, there's nothing wrong with teaching kids to be individuals. Everybody's always talking about continuity. I heard Shaq say that today. You know, I'm watching Game Time from last night. And Shaq said he hates that word, continuity and rhythm and all these things. He was like, it's about respect. If you respect the guy, you'll make sure you pass the ball when he's open. If you respect the mm. guy, you'll know, and hey, he's hot. Let me get him the ball. Yeah. You respect the guy. Man, he's been injured for five games. We got to get him going. Right. It's just about respect. Right. Coaches want to use these phrases to get jobs. 
That's it. Coaches come in front of general managers. Look like intellectuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those are the real high power things. You know what I mean? We we want to have a collective. That it's just about respect. If you guys go into it respecting each other, it'll be fine. Yeah, any young guys watching right now, we've seen instances of that where star players take certain players with them to certain teams when they moved and things of that nature because they respect those guys. So so you well, you said you said a a great word, Mm -hmm. respect. Okay. Right. Where we going with that? All right, I'm going with. Congrats to Cardi B. Oh, Grammy. Grammy. For winning Grammy Best Rap Album. 26 years old. Grammy Cardi. Doing the thing, doing Mm -hmm. the thing. Grammy Cardi. Reality TV turned star. That's that's how I feel. I don't say reality TV. I say stripper turned star. (laughs) I'm done. And that's not even being good. That's with all due respect. Okay, stripper. That's with all due respect. (laughs) That's with all due respect. She's a stripper turned star. All right, so anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, so so for everybody out there who doesn't know, BET, BET stands for Black Entertainment Television. Um, They had a tweet about Miss Nicki Minaj. A tweet. <laughs> Wait, a tweet about Nicki Minaj, but with Cardi B. So what happened was mm-hmm. there was an article that I guess everybody was saying congratulations, Cardi okay. B, cool. and it had her picture. But right above that, it said Nicki Minaj is being dragged by her lace front. Oh man, disrespectful, yeah. right? I remember the whole lace front thing. Yeah, and the you song. Really take that really personal. <laughs> you know, that lace front. I, stuff. I, 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 <laughs> So, the person so who wrote it this, is probably in big trouble. Well, well, let me see what happens yeah. after this, and and this is just this just goes to lack of bad. respect, mm-hmm. and now whoever did it messed up the money bag. Yes, yeah. <laughs> very much so. So Minaj basically sent out a tweet to her fans saying like she's canceling her appearance mm-hmm. on the How um was it the the BET Experience Festival, oh, and also she won't be at that. any BET awards so shows. Her is a whole young money. It was supposed to be her and some other people, obviously Lil Wayne. Oh, it's oh, the whole young man. money. They missing out on big dollars. Yeah, now. and oh, like some geez. other people. They dropping bags now, man. Somebody well, here's the thing. So, 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 so let's so let's say that this event was supposed to be on Saturday, and then on Sunday it's supposed to be the Migos and Cardi B. So who's the bigger star? Nikki, uh, I, yeah. I, 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 Cardi <laughs> yeah. is doing very well. She's breaking numbers, but you have to understand, we're living in a time when the numbers are, are, are a little different. You can get yeah. your streams from machines. I heard J. Cole say that the other day. So I'm a little leery about all these streaming things. Mm-hmm. Back when there were record sales, back when, when, when you know, things like Billboard charts mattered, mm-hmm. Nikki was a big factor. Yeah. A big factor. Social media has allowed things to change. So... I like lyricists. I like writers. Mm. I feel like Nikki's but better lyricist and so definitely a better writing, writer. Is she writing all of her music? Nikki, yes. You uh, better believe it. I want um, the receipts. I mean, <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, she had her she had her rhymes in question at one point. Man, in I'm time. not questioning yeah, Nikki did. rhymes, she man. Did. Hey, listen, they she said did. Safari was writing the rhymes. And what has he done with them rhymes since? He's, 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 he's engaged. He's, he's killing on. He's, he's killing on the reggae moved on. He's a reality star. So he wrote record. So he wrote. So he wrote Calypso. But wait, you guys. I, I don't know. This isn't the first time that she's been like, like attacked like this. Yeah, I mean, let's Hot think about 97 mm-hmm. kind of did the same thing. Yeah, they blackballed and stopped playing the music so, on the radio. I mean, they do that to anybody with a voice. You know, I'm watching. I'm watching the Steve Harvey show, and he's going at it with Monique. You know, if you've seen that, it's big news today. They had it on Ball Alert. Monique, and, the queen of comedy? 
Yeah, man, and, and you know, talking to her about being blackballed and all this. And I'm like, listen, if you can say that, if you can say that someone's being blackballed, you know that's happening, and you don't do something to stop it. You're such a like, oh man, I'm, I lost a lot of respect for Steve today, man. And, so, and so I'm hoping I can do his show Steve so we can talk to him. Someone man. else to be blackballed. Not that he allowed it, but you know, he basically turned a blind eye to uh, it. He was mom. Okay. All right. Okay, and yeah. that's what's going on right now. You, got, you, know? you gotta like, be, you gotta be in that industry to really if understand. I'm, if I'm little Wayne, when to speak up if I'm little Wayne, I'm outrageous. I'm canceling shows. I'm going. I'm doing PSAs. There's no way I'm having my artist be blackballed because of her opinions. You know, that's like censoring. That's like freedom of press you're taking from somebody. Freedom of speech. I can say what I want. I can do what I want. A big problem with hip hop is they choose who they want to be the headliners. Okay, for a while they wanted six nine to be it until it became dangerous. Oh, then they said, "Oh, you can't come to Summer Jam." Takashi. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to make money over off them anymore. <laughs> you know, so they pick and choose. Right now, Nikki's the enemy, and and Cardi's the princess, yeah, and you're the Bella. Right yeah, yeah, be, because she's playing her role the right way. You know, she she changed her brand. She not even. What did she change? She's well, still I mean, ghetto. Right she's now, still ratchet. Right now, you know what's in. What's <laughs> That's in on right social now. media. That's on social media. Mainstream, right. she's, glit- but, she's glitter, but she's glitter, she's glam. Why do you think right, she got rid of her Instagram? Right because somebody told her, yo, they're tired of seeing that. No, what's what's in right now as a society is reality. That's not really reality. So Cardi is in the era right now where she's allowed to be herself and people like her for that, you know, or, or what's perceived to be herself. And people like her for that. You know, we're not sure if this is actually who she really is, but... The kids, the, the fans, they they love it. You know, they they can they get a chance to get a glimpse at who she really is or who they think she really is, and they love it. So, I wish the best for them. You know, yeah. um, yeah. they're both going to be rich for a very very long time, and you know they'll go into their 80s and 90s very very rich, and their kids will do whatever they want in this world. And we only discuss them because of their position in the culture. Nikki but, has you know, I just hope show, that, so I hope that, you know, I hope that, and that's my <laughs> point, I hope that they use their platforms to do a little more good yeah. so we can start talking about things like that other yeah. than them arguing. Well, I, I definitely wanted to bring up uh, Drake's speech that was cut off. I know you guys probably didn't even watch the Grammys. No, I don't have any Yeah, I was probably like <laughs> playing basketball. No interest. Yeah. So they, they cut him off. He was actually trying to make a good point. He was trying to say like, you don't even need this award. If people already know your songs and whatever, you've already won. Mm-hmm. You've already elevated, you know, you got to that point of elevation of not even Absolutely. needing this. Yeah, self, and I was looking up the, self, self like, love. who chooses. Like, how do you choose who wins a Grammy? And it's not even voted by the people. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all about self-love. And it's crazy I'm saying that with Valentine's Day coming tomorrow. But loving yourself is a big part of it. If you love who you are and what you're doing and, <laughs> you know, you love your fans and you love the embrace that you get... You know, you don't need validation from anyone. You definitely don't need validation from an award. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you don't need any billboard charts. Uh, you could actually go and make your own award. Yeah, you really like, can. And have your own party and, and exactly. celebrate it with the people you exactly. love. So and, I, think I guess that's that, a lesson for we some do that in, We do that in all aspects of life. We do right. that in sports also. I mean, uh, we put a lot of a lot of um, emotion and, you know, a lot of our, our insides into the awards thing you know I, I i think the mvp awards been given out for a very really long time and um and, and in basketball for instance when the mvp award is given out nine times out of ten they don't even give it to the real mvp mm. they give it to the best player on the best team now 
But that might not be the MVP. Right. The, the MVP might be the guy who's on the seven seed team who, if he's not playing, they don't even make the playoffs. You know what I mean? Like, or the guy that's not sending out tweets about being traded. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we'll, 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 we'll catch up with that next week, y'all. <laughs> you know, definitely keep up with us on social media, Sports Talk Radio. Yes, check us sure out on YouTube, us. Sports Talk Radio, New York City. Yes. And yes. we're going to check y'all next week at the same time, 8.30, Sticks Mitchell, Sticks Show. Nikki Marie. Your boy M Extra. Mary Highlight. Give happy insight. B-Day, people. Make sure you guys follow us. Love is love. It's a trifecta From long range you done messed up Get ready for this full court pressure Straight talk to your gut like a Hail Mary Stiff arm in competition, now they ain't ready We ain't worried, got the play in the huddle Hard hitting commentary, make the fan at heart fumble Be humble, you ain't ready for the skills Triple double, let them know the game is real Swinging for the bleachers every time Grand slam every time they hit me rhyme I'm in my prime, no limit on the scrimmage Scramble, shake and bake, got the opposition spinning I'm there grinning, this is easy as a layup Trash talking to the haters, players say what? Chatting all crazy, gotta play me though This is Sports Talk Radio this is Sports Talk Radio, Radio, Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio, Radio, Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio, Radio, Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio, Radio, Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio, Radio, Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio, Radio, Radio. This is Sports Talk Radio, Radio.